Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. Welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. This is your host, Jody Pratt, with my fellow host, Patrick Woodfall. Yee. And we are going to get to it, and it's on Pat today. All right, y'all. So, I got something that I said already before. But I did not speak into the mic, so we're going to run this back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Apparently, if you don't look at a mic, it doesn't pick up sound correctly. So we're going to run this back one more time, but this is it. All right, so the story centers around a Native American boy in the early 1800s who has just recently lost his father two months prior and his grandfather two weeks. So... He, he's going through a lot of loss right now. But the story opens up, and, and just to clarify, this is done in an anime style like uh, Princess Mononoke or Spirited Away. So it's it, just picture the whole story happening in, like that. That's how it goes in my head. So anyways, um, so the story opens up in a dream. And... It's him walking through a dark forest and he's hearing a coyote yelp and and bark, make all kinds of raucous sounds in the background, right? And then he he's going down a uh, a dry woods, so there's not a lot of leaves on the trees, so you can kind of see through them. There's a little bit of like a of a backdrop, and the backdrop is a fire pit, very far down in the forest. So, but you see it illuminates the forest to where you can see the bones of the trees creeping towards the sky, right? And then he sees, while the coyote is yelping and and barking, he sees a wolf walking past. And the wolf is keeping eye contact as it walks across the pathway back into the forest. But the eyes shimmer, and he can keep eye contact with it. And he's trying to get to the fire pit but the wolf is stopping him. And as he walks towards it closer, the wolf is getting closer to him. Coyote barking is getting louder and louder. And as he gets to approaching the the f- fire, he realizes it's his grandfather's... Uh, what did you call that again? When you burn somebody? Pyre. Pyre. Yeah, it's his, it's his grandfather's pyre. But before he gets there... The wolf is in front of him, but that coyote yelping is just ringing in his ears, right? Then he wakes up early in the morning, the blue light. He wakes up, there's tears in his eyes. He's really conflicted. He's trying to understand as a young man how to to man up and be the person he needs to be, but also deal with loss. Everybody's dealing with loss, so, you know, he's trying to, keep pace with the people around him, but also understanding that, you know, he was really close with his grandfather. And so he comes out of his his little tent and his mother meets him and she's like, hey, you know, are you going on your hunt or are you fishing trip? Or are you going to go fishing? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you, you need to talk about this. You need to say something, you know. Don't keep it all inside. I'll kill you. You know, if if you can't talk to me, talk to the forest. And he's like, I, what I need right now is just to just not think about it. And he's like, why don't you go fishing at your grandpa's spot? 
you know that that's something you guys did all the time and he taught you how to fish you know he was really good at it and she tries to get a chuckle out of him and he's like <clears throat> and he chucks back a little bit of a cry and he's like i miss him she ends the conversation right there and she's like i probably should step away from this and she's just like you you can talk keeping it in is not gonna help anything so she walks away from him and she tells him she tells him you know she loves him and then he goes into the forest and as he's walking through the forest he, he has no attachment to anybody really right now so he's just on his way to a a, a good old pond that his grandpa and him used to fish at and as he's walking through the forest he he's just contemplating life thinking about things and it just keeps being drawn back to his grandpa drawn back to his grandpa and his his journey takes him about a day and so what happens is he takes a little nap and when he takes a nap he has a dream about his grandpa and him fishing and when he's having that dream about him and his grandpa fishing he's he's playing on the rocks and his grandpa says hey none of that here he says you're gonna scare the fish and kill yourself what are you doing and he's like that moss is slippy you 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 crack the back you're dumb and he's like all right sorry and his grandpa was really serious about fishing he was he was a great man but he was serious about his fishing don't fuck up the water then we're not gonna get nothing for tonight and so this story happens in chapters and i think i left that out in the last time is that they're happening in dreams and so there has to be moments where Brad's taking a nap. So this the dream is, sequences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so while he's having that dream, you hear coyotes in the background, like a like a a little squad of coyotes getting buck, doing some random, you know, that yelping shit that they do. And I think it's mainly them just trying to find each other or whatever. But it, it's that you hear that sound again. And so when he wakes up. He's still headed towards that pond. And when he gets close to the pond, he's hearing that coyote sound. And he goes to see how clear the water is. He's like, damn, I haven't been here in a minute. You know, Grandpa passed, you know, and we weren't able to move while he was sick. And then Dad died, so, you know, we didn't do shit after that. He's like, man, I haven't been out here in a few months. And he's just looking at it, taking it all in, steps on the rock, almost slips on the moss. Almost. And he's just like, fucking grandpa would be just shaking his head at me right now what am i doing and then he sits by the water and he's looking out and he's just not understanding how to deal with it and he hears like a little bit of in the bushes and then he looks over to his left and he sees two little ears pop up and then a coyote steps out and he's like oh and he's like the coyote begins to speak to him and this is like a a very quick acceptance of what he's dealing with because he's just because of his belief system he's just like oh this is just a spirit talking to me he doesn't go to the there's no way this could be happening he's been told this happens before so he just accepts it for what it is and doesn't question it and that coyote says, I know you miss your grandpa, man. I know you do. I know you do. We all do. You know, I've, I've lost people too. 
you know, and if you could find them again, if you could see them again, that would that would change everything. That would help you. And he's like, but we don't get that chance. Kanai says this. Kanai is the lead character. And uh, he's like, I, we can't see him. My, my mother, you know, told me, she's like, he's like, well, you can, there is a lake that you can cross. And when you make it to the island, the person that, you know, you want to see will be there. You know, the person that left you will be there. And he's like, there's, you can't do that. And he's like, well, you know, I promise you that there is that, you know, you, you can't get there. He's like, take, let me take you to the lake and and I'll show you. You'll be able to see your grandfather across the lake. And he's like, okay, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be headed back. And so he kind of diverts him completely off of the initial mission of just going to go fishing at his grandpa's pond. And he takes him into a dangerous territory he doesn't understand, doesn't know. He's a fisher. He's not a hunter, you know, so... He heads out that way. And as a coyote leads him, he, like, how do you say this? He begins to to slip deeper into a psychosis. Of? Of things coming alive that shouldn't be alive. Mm. And so as he's walking through the forest, he's walking away with the coyote, and the coyote starts to, like, dip ahead a little bit and get a little wait like a little almost too far away from him and so he begins to like run and as he's running the forest is now changing around him and it's not the same forest he was in so he was in like a pine forest now he's in like a oak oak forest so it almost seems like he left reality a little bit and as he's going through this forest he loses he loses the coyote, but he sees the wolf chasing the coyote. And then he hears like yelping, yelping, yelping from the from the coyote like it's being hurt. And then he's he's left and then it gets quiet again. You lose a, a, a sense of the um the color. And the sense of the color, we'll touch on that later, but he loses that every so often when he hears that coyote yelp in pain. He loses a sense of color. And he's fearful. He, he's scared of the wolf because the wolf has been following him for days now. Ever since his father died, there's been there's been this uh, wolf circling camp. His dad was a big guy on campus. He was a warrior. And his whole, his whole profession was to go out and do what I need to do to protect this place. It wasn't let, let, let's communicate and talk. It was, I defend you. This is what I do. And his grandfather's role was to teach and to love and to, you know, speak to. Mother was love, love, love. And, you know, just that emotional back end for everything else that everybody else is lacking in, right? And so, where was that? Um, he was. Um, the the wolf is circling the. the okay, yeah. So the wolf has been circling their uh their their area for a while now since his father passed, and it's just he he's had his eye on him, and so he's aware that 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 this thing has been around, and now that he's talking to his coyote, he's, it's kind of trippy that the wolf is still there. So he, he's still attached to reality by the fact that the wolf is there. 
more than the coyote talking to him because he's like, this could, you know, be whatever the fuck it is, right? Okay, so go. you were just at him following and the wolf chasing the coyote, mm-hmm. and now you're back at the camp. You said the duality oh, no, of the no. wolf, well, the wolf that... I was just giving like the, okay, the okay, roundabout. Bet, bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm right, not going right. back to the camp. Okay, no, 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 All right, no, I'm no, just no, trying no. to follow you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, given the background of it, is that, that wolf the wolf popped the camp, up so when his father that, passed. Yeah. And so he's it's been following him for a minute. So this isn't nothing new. Okay, okay. But okay. It, it's his attachment to reality because yes. this happened before I started talking about That's to his coyote. tether, is that? Yeah. Okay. Like, that's the same. That yeah. looks like. I'm used to that. Okay. Exactly. I'm having dreams about this wolf. Okay. I, I've, it's been here for a minute. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he comes to a, a a realization midway through that this coyote might be leading him to his death. Because as as the story goes on, every time he, he, he comes upon a, what I was thinking in my head is he's coming down into a lake. So he's coming off of like a, a mountaintop, not a mountaintop, but like a hilltop. Mm-hmm. And he's seeing it as it goes down and he doesn't see an island. So what? So him following that the coyote, mm-hmm. where's that wolf? Because the wolf was chasing the coyote. Well, that's the thing is he never sees a wolf catch it. Okay, okay. That's okay. why it's always in the distance. So when he gets to the hilltop and he sees that coyote, that wolf has now disappeared. The what well, what it is is the coyote, um. Well, I mean, I guess we're this far in. Uh, the coyote is the spirit of mi- uh, mischief and 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 and, and uh, deceit, evil. You know, so um, it's leading him towards somewhere, and it doesn't. It isn't a physical thing like that. Or yeah, yeah. It, it would make sense that since this coyote is um, a representation of of deceit, that. It could have been a total play on his vision that would yeah. create this. Because whenever you're you're anybody who's in trouble, like you see your kid getting chased by a dog, you you triple step. Mm-hmm. He saw his guide being chased. Now he's gonna definitely follow his direction because I'm lost. I'm in a fucking uh, forest of oak trees now. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I was I'm gonna definitely follow you. You're being chased. That might be a illusion that the coyotes. Uh, given off so he'd definitely follow him because exactly. before he's kind of like you never see the actual <clears throat> engagement of the coyote and the wolf you hear it yeah it's exactly all, it's all in your ears baby it's audio yeah yeah and, and and it's just like he's trying to talk him into following him the whole time and then he's just like man i don't know man he's just like oh sh- we gotta hurry up now because you know what i'm saying then he's like speeding up and then you hear the yelps of a coyote he's just like hey bro where you at like you know what i'm saying he's following mm-hmm. that voice and now he's sprinting now to to follow this motherfucking okay so now we're at the top of the hill getting down to like that so what i'm thinking is and this is this is this is a piece that i wanted to add in throughout um is that the trees knots the knots on the trees resemble faces here and there right not not to the point where you're like, oh, this is a nigga like a nigga's face. It has to be in that you have to be. Th- it's strictly for the viewer, kind of thing. Okay. It's not. It's not for the character. Loosely, loosely, just yeah. for our vision of and, the and because the grandfather's name represents tree, and, and he's his going name through is- Tinson. 
I don't know how to say it. It's T S I N. But uh, it's Native American name that it means tree. Mm-hmm. And then his mother's name is Ayanim, which means eternal bloom. And so what I, I wanted to do is the further he got into this story, the less flowers and growth he saw. Yeah. And so he's, it's slowly, everything around him is slowly dying. So it's like a, so he's like low key in like a forest, like a never ending story kind of forest. I don't know. You're going to hate me. I'll you try know. you. You remember that shit? I know. His horse died in the mud. Uh, rest in peace. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so th- that makes sense. So, so now, now bring us back to where you're at. Uh, him going to the lake. So he's at okay. the top so, of the hill. So he's at the top it. of the hill, right? Catches and- catches the coyote, sees him. He's like, okay. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he catches him. He catches okay. him. The coyote's at the top, and the yeah. coyote's sitting there as he pulls up, and he's like, "How how did you get away?" And he's just like, "I just barely got away. That wolf is on my heels. He doesn't want you to see your grandpa again." And he's just like, why does he not want, why would he not want me to see my grandpa again? He's just like, I don't know. You can't, you can't explain predators like that. You know, a wolf will always be, you know, a lone wolf will always be a lone wolf. They, they can't talk. All they know is aggression. And he looks down. And what, what I really want to say is if you're looking down onto a lake and you got that mist where you can only see maybe about 300 yards out. There's no, you don't see anything. It's mist. And so he looks down and he's like, yo, you said there was going to be a, a island out there. He was like, no, you have to swim across the lake, man. What to did get I to do? It. To get to it. And he's like, that's a lot of water. He's like, the current will take you out that direction. You kind of just float. And then once you get to a certain point, baby, you hear that it's, good old ha. It's ha, butter. Ha, it's butter. It's money. And so as, he he's feeding them words on the way there and he starts to notice as he's walking down the pathway that uh there is no growth anymore that he's walking on like stones and stone real white stones you feel me like a white beach almost kind of thing mm. and then as he gets give me the vision baby that, that's what i'm trying to do so as he's walking down to this white cobblestone i want to say cobblestone but there's no cement in the middle of that shit it's just like a lot of loose rock that are all bone colored mm. ivory mm. let's call it an ivory beach, right and so as he's walking towards it the stones lose that bit of a uh, grit and they become smooth, smooth. Yep. and he's like what the fuck is happening and he hears like a heart, like a growl, and he looks over, and the wolf is standing, I'd say maybe two inches into the water, and is growling at him. And like he takes pause, and he's just like, you've been following me the whole time. Like, what do you want from me? Like, if you're going to kill me, just kill me now. Like, why, why have you been following me for, for days, for weeks? He's like, you, you, you're, you're the, and there's a little bit of emotional get out of like, just get it over with. Because he's kind of talking to himself. He's kind of talking about the, the emotional weight that he's been holding back. He's like, he lets it out at, at this moment as far as speaking to the wolf. Like, come out, nigga. Like, do what you're going to do. Do what you're going to fucking do. Or go. Which one is it? Because we're not playing this game anymore. And the coyote stands in the tree line. And he's just like, just swim. Wolves don't swim. And he's like, he's like, and he doesn't have any facts behind this. He's just listening to the coyote. Because that's been his only person 
yeah thus far in this journey that's that's given him any kind of insight his mother said talk to the forest right right so that's what i'm doing yeah yeah and so he's taken this whole experience as you know that right Mm -hmm. he goes to go dive in the water and he rough and then he sees the wolf dart after the coyote again and he kind of stands in the water and he feels it like hitting him and he's slowly being pulled back it's almost like that ocean tide where Ooh. even though you're not moving, it's still you're not, sucking you but in. it's still sucking it you in, right? It the earth beneath you. And, and he starts to feel a little bit of calmness in him. Like a little bit of like, oh, this is my reality. I'm supposed to go here, right? Mm-hmm. And he hears the actual sound of death uh, of a wolf killing a coyote. And he turns around and in the water close to him is the wolf holding the coyote in its mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, this is Princess Mononoke style. So the the wolf seems, a, it's like a a, a, a a timber wolf. Like the, the wolf before gray wolves that was like lightweight, stockier. Mm-hmm. It's built like a really big wolf. And the representation of the wolf would be his father. Mm-hmm. His father, only way he knew how to protect him. The only way wasn't emotionally, it was physically. And he did it again in the spirit world. Mm -hmm. And he took out the mischief, the danger in his life, and he killed him. And as he kills him, this is the ending scene. He's holding him. This is going to be beautiful. He's holding the coyote in his uh, mouth, and the world around him starts to shift back to a floral print. Like you start to see all the floral uh, come back. And as that's happening, you you see a little bit of a strip away, and you see that it was his father. It shows you the actual person, and then the wolf vanishes like like a wisp, right? And he wakes up to his mother caressing his face, and he had knocked his head on the rock that he slipped on earlier. Yeah, and was slipping into the water and slowly dying. And so she saves him. That's what brought back the flowers. The father was there to protect him, not only in this life, but in, you know, in the other side. And uh, he, his father was a real nigga, killed mischief, you know. And and the the lake was a suicide. Mm. The lake was his attempt to, like, get him to, if you want to see somebody so bad, you'll go to no length to not see them again, you know what I mean? To see them again. Yeah, to see them again. You, you'll go, to, you'll go to do whatever you need to. Oof. I like this one way better than the first one. And, and that's it, doggy. Yeah, hell, I got three things, right? What's one, that? I should. I think you should should breathe into the duality of them both losing people, oh. and uh, the mother and the son, right? Yeah, yeah. I have more and background that, on her. And, I should have went and into that more. conversation that they have that morning mm-hmm. could have been drawn out more. I, I want her to be like. What were your dreams last night? Because they are spiritual uh, people. Yeah, you're right. And he's just like, nothing. Nothing. Nothing goes in my dreams. like, you never wake up like this. And then, exactly. <laughs> you're you, sweating, honey. You, <laughs> right? Her, and she explains her dreams, what her dreams were, right? And he's just like silent. And she wants something from him. She but he's, wants become, to si- he's become closed off because of the, the dad, grandpa, one two exactly but at the same time she's lost the same people yeah and she's uh so she's trying to give you that the space like let's talk but let you 
Yeah, come talk to me. To me. Exactly. Yeah. But he's just like new dog in the house, dog. Exactly. You she's gotta like, let that nigga come out the room on his own. You can't. She's not trying to get. He's yeah. not trying to give it to her, although he's supposed to. Yep. He's and he's just like, how the fuck do I explain that this wolf is trying to because he hasn't had dreams like this before. Yeah, and 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 like I said, the fact is there is that's what I want to split this into is that it's not all necessarily reality, but there is reality mixed in. Exactly. So um, I we don't there is an actual wolf. Oh yeah, circling for sure. Camp. That's what you exactly that's what you said earlier. And I think it'll be really interesting to just see those hollow those hollow eyes just here and there, you know what I'm saying? Throughout mm-hmm. the camp. Um two, I think there should definitely be a a him there a clear warning of him being him going to get fucked up by some animal out there, maybe a buck or something like that, while the coyote's taking him out there. And him I, I surviving some of, shit, not even destroying I, it or killing. I was thinking about the coyote leading him into like a, a warring tribes territory. Mm. But I was like, then I gotta like incorporate. I, I, like that's what that. I think. That's what I think. Just the animal. Yeah, just, like, say, just it say seems a like a hog or a wild something. They, we didn't have them to the white folks game. That, so that uh, anything a buck, a it, grizzly bear would it, be dope. Uh, like a, a young grizzly bear. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, a brown bear or something like that. And that he would just be like trying to stand his ground, but and it shows how he's trying to be who he is right now. Can't work to win this fight. You gotta use your brain. You gotta tell your mom what's wrong. You gotta be okay. that person because otherwise, you need to hit this fucking tree and climb that bitch and kick downward, bud, and not just stand there like you're your dad. You're not your dad. It's okay that you're not your dad. Okay. You know what I mean? I see. I see where you're trying to get at. Yeah, I see yeah, where you're yeah. trying to get at. So let, let's change. Let's change it from no, no, no. Let's, let's change sh- it from a grizzly bear to like a buck, like you said, because yeah, yeah. that's that's more of like your dad would stare down a buck. Exactly, and it's just like, and he'd slowly move, and this whole movement of taking the arrow out and knocking it, and knocking the motherfucking uh, the buck down mm-hmm. is so slow that he's moving. That the bug doesn't even notice he's moving right in front of his fucking face, ten yeah. feet away, and then he shoots, and then everybody's eaten. Yeah, that's how your dad moved. You ain't you got. You're, you're you not your him, dad. and it's okay that you're not him. And that's what he's realizing is that like, um, his father had one lane, and it was protect and provide. Yeah, didn't talk. It didn't, didn't talk, talk much. That's why he thought he had to be like that. Yeah, and he, but that's the thing is he's always been talkative. He's always yeah. been a. He's but now always, that he's gone, but now he that he's gone, he he's like, like I, I've got to fill in. The, I know, I know what you're saying. Okay, okay. Uh, but like, he feels like I just got to fill in the shoes now, and he's like, Dad provides. Yeah. And he's like, Grandpa made me a great fish. I'm a great fisherman. Um, I'm a cool hunter, but I'm a great fisherman. And you know why? Because I spent more time with Grandpa. Yeah. He really talked to me. He didn't just like look at me weird when I missed the shot. Yeah, like, and they go, oh, move your shoulder, and you're like, <laughs> we're not cavemen. Yeah, but he, he, it was for for the character profile I had for his father was that he just knew his job. His job was to protect and serve. Yeah, he he he's the policeman in this bitch. He he keeps hold shit down. And when he died, his spirit took over that essence of a uh, of the wolf, 
and kept the coyote away, which was mischief, that that thought of killing yourself, that thought of relief of saying, hey, I don't want to be without the people I love. What about going for a long swim? Mm. And and that's that's what the 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 coyote was trying to get him to do. And, uh, he, and he refused. He didn't refuse. He got in the water. Yeah, I, he and, was on his way. And I think him the the wolf having the coyote in his mouth mm-hmm. will be ill. And I think just two two battles that show him right. Mm-hmm. The book. Yep. And him fighting the current after he finds he sees the wolf right. His mom pulls him out of the water, yeah. But I want him to physically want to stay here. Physically want to stay here, bro. Mentally, because it's mentally, because this is all happening in in a in a dream state as he's going into the water, right? Mm-hmm. But that's like they say, like if people are you know brain dead, like or like or like in certain situations, like if he doesn't want to live, he can just go. Yeah. Like, if that will gives up, his will to live gives up, he's out. Exactly. And his will showed up at that last moment when he realized the reality of shit. You know what I mean? Maybe, oh, this is beautiful. Run it. Run Let's it. Let's go. Because I just he, have to he's getting, he's getting pulled into the water, right? Uh-huh. And he's, he's trying to swim back. And every time he gets splashed in the water, it goes from him seeing the wolf standing there on the, the, the edge to him seeing his father. Yeah. Good, because I was just going to have the voice, but that's even better. Because he and and he's like, well, and then the next splash, he's back to a wolf holding a coyote. Yeah, and then the next time it's his father in the and how he got killed, like what you know, the wound of whatever killed him. I want to leave that vague. So it's just for us to for us to see that, like it it could have been anything. And you know what? This is him giving up emotional. giving up that emotional boundary that he had put because he's fighting to get back to his father mm-hmm. and he had not made remarks on it. Yeah. He had kept it close to the and it's like, chest. It's silent. Like, you don't hear him, but he's just like sc- screaming some intensity. Just like, come mm-hmm. like come back like and put his hands out and shit like that. Then it splashes and there's just a, the wolf just like heaving, bro. And with the fucking coyote just like, <laughs> his tongue out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just goes back and forth to him like like his dad, like not in the water, but on his knees, like holding his hand out. And he just like and he just like just hold on to reality. Exactly, bro. Just hold on to reality, <laughs> baby. Speak that shit. Just hold on to reality. Because yeah. that's how, because I didn't give my life protecting you for you to just let this shit go. Yeah, swim, boy. Yeah, swim, <laughs> yeah. swim. Yeah, and let's so go. that, and then he gets back, and as he gets back to the shoreline, he's he's getting held by his father, and he looks up, and it's his mother. Yes, bro. That and that's how we fucking do it, bro. Whip it, <laughs> whip it in the pot till the white note. <laughs> All right, soda. <laughs> <Bacon> the- <laughs> oh wow, man, that's fantastic, bro. And uh. And yeah. then, yeah, he he has. There's a short moment of him waking up and being like, talking to his mom, and his mom being like, you know, did you, did you see him? And you know, they have like a whole little spiritual talk because she knows what happened. 
she knows she I, I don't know how she knows don't need to go into the it. dreams dude the dreams they've seen well, as this. far as like him slipping on the rock you oh. feel me like, <laughs> <laughs> like she was worried when she got there she yeah. was like he's been fishing for a long time well, maybe a underlining thing is he doesn't want to sleep because he those dreams are happening oh so he could be like on the edge of like a Psychosis. delirium yeah delirium Yes, and so when he falls into sleep, it's just DMT just like rushing through his head, fucking, and he's just like. And she's like, I can't wake him up. Yeah, because he's and that's what he just stays awake all night, just staring into the fire and shit, and he's just like heartbroken, Mm -hmm. heartbroken, bro, because you can't sleep after your fucking loved one dies. It sleep don't feel good. Laying down don't feel good. Life, world. All, all of the sitting and standing and all of that don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you just cry to Adele in the shower. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I had Adele repeat after my mom died, bro. I was bawling my eyes out, nigga. Like, God damn. Bro. I got that shit on repeat with my mom still alive. And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, stop should crying like that. Up, or should I just <laughs> chasing pavements? Even if they leave nowhere. Oh, God damn, bro. Anyway, that shit was fire, <laughs> honey. That shit was fire, dude. I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, I feel like I did it better this time. This and I'm glad it. we re-recorded yeah, it. Yeah, because... Um, I was able to get into the, the idea of it more. And I felt yeah. like I just wanted to throw it out and have it done. Exactly. And don't... Because this is... This is... Um, not your uh, magnum opus, but it's it's close to it. This what does is that mean? Would you call me your last your last thing, your last hurrah? Oh, it's not that's this is not it, but it's damn sure close, and it's good. It's really good. It's really good. And also, yeah. uh, how much energy you put behind it. Although I'm not a proponent of you putting so much energy behind these stories. Oh no, but I just like. But I one. love it. Yeah, I yeah. love that you are. Don't let me finish, bitch. <laughs> Call me bitch yeah. one more time. We gonna see what these mics do. But I love it. I love it, man. Um. Uh. And there's more to come, you guys. There's more director's cuts from P. Weezy. P. Ain't by himself out here, nigga. I just put out half-ass ideas quicker than he puts out these full thought out. And you should see these these fucking white. We okay. So he and I write on the whiteboards when we're writing out our stories. Our mm-hmm. our director's cuts. Yes, sir. And the ones he's sending out I, look nothing like mine, bro. Mine are just like one board. He has like three different boards on one story. I'm, I'm trying and to it's so out well it's thought break, out. Where it can break. Because he is a into the person, into personality. I'm more so into broad strokes of it. This nigga's well defined with this shit. I'm not. And that's okay. That's how but we equal each baby, other. Out. You can bust out thirty in a month. I'm just like you, you get one every day. <laughs> every day, you just say, "Yeah, this is my potato farmer that ate somebody." Like, <laughs> hey, yo! First of all, nigga, who's that coworker that said my shit was like Catherine? <laughs> you old Ben, ben. Benjamin <laughs> Crab Tree. Hey, Ben, bro, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> That's like anybody crashing this. Any okay? So was life the uh, life of pie the same? Was as as Castaway? No, nigga. It, because the nigga was on Salt. sand. So, bruh, it, it doesn't make sense. If you would, bro, he kills Jap. He drowned a German soldier 
in the middle of the Pacific. When the fuck did that happen in Castaway? I'm just saying, nigga. I'm just kind of upset. You said, out of all things Castaway, there's many different movies you could have said it was like. <laughs> the nigga didn't even stay on an island not one full day. I'm just saying. Um, all right, nigga. I'm out of here, bro. <laughs> hey, man, bro. You can catch these ones, my nigga. Right. Uh, hey, Yo, that was the- Spirit <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> this is Spirit Dreams. Um, the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. Let's this go. This is Patrick's episode, Spirit Dreams. That was fucking beautiful. I'm your host, Jody Pratt. My fellow host, Patrick Wigfall. Yo, yo, yo. Start of the hour, baby. Um, we love you. Don't stop being creative. Peace. Get it. <laughs>